0: You're listening to Faith Me, a podcast from the makers of Don't Date Me, which explores matters of identity through the lens of faith. Why do people put their faith in the unexpected, and how does it shape them? Let's find out. I'm Jamie from Scotland. On my podcast, Don't Date Me, literally on every episode of the show for the past three seasons, I've started each episode by saying that I'm a six foot four bisexual man and closeted Christian. Balancing my Christianity or my faith system with sexuality has been challenging over the years, as I'm sure you can imagine. I guess that's why I find matters of identity, generally speaking, so fascinating. Perhaps I'm intrigued by how people form their identities, as it mirrors my own struggles. On Don't Date Me, we explore matters of sexual identity, subjects like queer identity, polyamory, demisexuality, non-monogamy, and a whole lot more. But in this new limited edition podcast series, I'm going to explore matters of faith. The cross sections between personal identity and the things that people believe in and it's not going to be what you're expecting. Follow on your favourite podcast app so you don't miss the monthly episodes. Okay, let's do it. The faith system that we're going to explore this week is pop culture. Pop culture. Have you ever noticed that humans have this innate need for worship and community? People fill these needs in different ways, whether it be through religion, through community groups and charity work, local dog walkers, clubs, yoga, or strongly identifying with an atheist belief system and finding solace and camaraderie in that community. For a long time, even back when I was a youth worker in a local community church, I noticed the way that some people interacted with pop culture and celebrities mirrored the way that people interact with faith systems and religion. The way they invested their time, their money, their emotions into an idea or an icon and joined with other like-minded individuals to feel part of something bigger than themselves. I guess I find this interesting because the way that I interact with pop culture is kind of different I love loads of different things, whether it be video games, movies, uh, music, podcasts even. But a lot of the time, I don't know anything about the people that make the things that I love. I just focus and obsess on the things they make rather than the people that they are. Sometimes it's interesting to find out where they've been and the journey they've came on. But really, I'm often surprised when I find out that a celebrity has got married or had a baby, because I just, I don't care. I don't, I, you know, I'm, I want them to be happy, but I don't really find interest in their personal lives, to be honest. But I know that I'm not typical, like I know loads of people are, are different on that particular thing. But anyway, before we define a faith system revolving around pop culture... Let's define what we mean by faith. Faith and religion will forever be intertwined, but to me they are very different. Both can exist in isolation or in a symbiotic relationship. Religion is defined as a noun, the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Its Middle English roots are a noun that originally referenced life under monostatic vows, Its old French or Latin roots are from the word religion, meaning obligation, bond, or reverence, perhaps based on the Latin ligare, to bind. Max Weber, a German sociologist, historian, jurist, and political economist, defined religion according to its substance. Religion is a belief system that has a supernatural being or God in the centre of it, who is seen as superior, all-powerful, and inexplicable by science and the laws of nature." So religion is a worship system born out of a belief in a higher power. Faith, on the other hand, means complete trust or confidence in someone or something. That and or a strong belief in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual conviction rather than proof. For example, in the Bible, Hebrews 11.1 one says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. To me, someone can be religious, but not necessarily have faith. For example, you can have your child baptised into the church for the sake of your community or your family, rather than due to your own personal religious convictions. People connect with religious practices and societal customs every day without a strong faith in the religion they claim to be part of. That, in itself, to me, is fascinating. But we're not here to discuss religion. Nope. (laughs) We're here to discuss the alternative belief systems that people pin their hopes on. Which brings me to pop culture. So my observations from my own personal life is, sure, I've got some idols, I guess, that I obsess with. You know, I love my Tomb Raider, I love my Lara Croft, I'm a big fan of loads of musicians ranging from M.I.A., the rapper, to Paramore, but, you know, I don't know that much about M.I.A.'s life. I know she's got a son. I know Hayley Williams was married. I know she's not married now. I know she's dating one of her bandmates at the moment, but... I don't really know anything about her aside from that. I mean, she's got a hair dye business. um, But that's really it. I I don't know anything about her. But there's a higher level of fan that's out there. The pop culture equivalent of a religious zealot. The Stan. Now, I read an interesting article on the website Medium, and I'll include a link in the show notes. The author writes, Before the boom of social media... Obsessive fans had existed for a long, long time, such as during the Roman reign where people collected gladiator sweat out of adoration, or the Victorian era when hordes of fans forced author Arthur Conan Doyle, to revive his star character, Sherlock Holmes. The Beatles had a superfan plotting to murder John Lennon, Michael Jackson had to prove that he didn't impregnate a stalker, and Uma Thurman received a card from a fan that had a drawing of an open grave, a headstone, and a man standing on the edge of a razor blade. (laughs) Oh hell no. The author then goes on to cite examples of Ariana Grande being problematic and her fans coming after people who called her out online. These people were essentially harassing critics of her work. These fans, or her followers, her own religious zealots, would be regarded as stans. I feel like most people know what a stan is, but for those who aren't sure, many cite the term stan coming from Eminem's song, Stan, featuring Dido, which detailed a story of an overly dedicated fan who turns out to be a stalker. A stalker. A fan. A Stan. (laughs) Over the past two decades, the term has been adopted by most dedicated celebrity fans on social media platforms. Some actually even wear it as a badge of honour, which I find interesting, but anyway... So the parallels between fan culture and religion is clear. You have your icon, you have your believer. There's your overzealous believer and your unbeliever. There's even your different denominations. I would argue that Ariana Grande's earlier work is in fact her better, (laughs) but not all fans would agree. Now, I think that just like with most things in life, as long as no one's getting harmed, you do you and do you well. Whatever makes you happy, baby. But there's clearly a line. I came across a study when researching the topic that outlined something called celebrity worship syndrome, which is described as an obsessive addictive disorder where an individual becomes overly involved and interested, as in totally obsessed, with the details of the personal life of a celebrity. They found, and I quote, people who worship celebrities for entertainment and social reasons were more optimistic, outgoing and happy than those who worship celebrities for personal reasons or were more obsessed, were more depressed, more anxious, more solitary, more impulsive, more antisocial and more troublesome. In their study, they summarized that the data from 3,000 people showed only 1% demonstrated obsessional tendencies. Around 10% of that 1%, people who tended to be neurotic, tense, emotional, and moody, displayed intense interest in celebrities. Around 14% said that they would make a special effort to read about their favorite celebrity and to socialize with people who shared similar interests the other 75% of the population do not take any interest in celebrities' lives. Generally speaking, the vast majority of people will identify a favourite celebrity, but don't say they read about them or think about them all the time. Like most things, it's fine as long as it doesn't overtake your life. I'll share a link to that article in the show notes. And I think for me, that's the takeaway. Don't let your passions, whatever they are, take over your life. A person's love for an artist, musician, or celebrity should complement their life, add colour to it. It shouldn't be defined by it. What do you think though? What do you think of celebrity worship, online fandom, and stan culture as a belief system? Are you part of one? How does it impact your life? I want to know your thoughts, so get in touch on Twitter or Instagram. The handle is FaithMePod. You can also email the show contact at itsjamiesparks.com. I'd be really interested to know your thoughts but also feel free to share other alternative belief systems that you'd like me to explore on the show. Please rate my show five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and also leave a wee review as well as it helps people find the show and hit the follow button so you can join me on next month's episode of Faith Me. See you next time.